Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And we want to give you some verses today that will help you throughout this day and your upcoming week. And I feel like God has given me a few good scriptures that's really going to help you today. And we're going to be talking this morning on the topic of just brave the wave. So just brave the wave. And first, I want to read a verse in Isaiah chapter 59, 19. And that verse said, So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. So that's what I want to talk to you about today. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord is going to lift up a standard against him. So why the title, Brave the Wave? Well, I want you to, I want to ask you a question rather. Have you ever found yourself uh, in something and you felt like you were head over heels into a problem? Have you ever found yourself wondering how would you possibly ever get through this problem or this trial with your faith and your and your sanity still intact. Well, it can happen really at any time because as you're going throughout your life, you might be doing so good and everything's going just right. No problems, but then all of a sudden, out of nowhere might come a storm that threatens to drown all of your hopes, a storm so big that you feel like this is going to drown every hope that I have. Well, no matter what that storm is for you this morning, it could be a loss of a job or maybe a crumbling relationship, maybe loneliness, or in this day that we're living it could be uh, financial problems or maybe even illness. There's been so many folks that's been so sick uh, with this uh, COVID virus. It could be anything, but whatever that storm is for you. I mean, you might say, Pastor Miller, the wind has been howling and the waves have been raging against me. What can I do? Well, what you need to do is first of all, anchor yourself in Jesus. And you may, you may even say this morning, well, I don't think you know how bad this storm is, how high these waves are raging against me. Well, your storm, you may feel like has reached gale force winds. Now, you probably heard that term, gale force winds. 
The other day, I looked that up to see what that actually meant. And I was shocked because I thought it would have a greater meaning. But then it does have a, a great meaning. It means stronger than a breeze. And I first thought, well, that's not too bad. But you think about a breeze and then the wind gets so much stronger than that. And if you're out on the waters uh, and they use that term gale force winds, it means it's got to be between 50 and 102 kilometers per hour. So those can reach pretty high winds. And if they get bigger than that, it can cause a hurricane, which could threaten lives, not only those on the waters, but it can come to land and cause problems on the shores and even spawn tornadoes that would go and, and wreak havoc as well. Now, when I looked at this, I thought of a scripture in the book of Acts, chapter number 27. And this is one of my favorite chapters in the book of Acts, not the favorite, but one of. And this is when Apostle Paul was held as a prisoner on a ship going to Rome. They had came to a place called the Fair Havens. So the very name, Fair Havens, seemed to be, well, everything is okay. Now, as they was there, Apostle Paul had told them, I think it's verse 9 and 10, he said to them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and damage, not only to the ship, but also our lives. So the apostle was telling them, it doesn't matter how fair the haven is, you know, thus the name of that place. He said, that doesn't matter. I feel like if we go out, it's going to be a great storm that's going to hurt the ship and even possibly threaten our lives. They didn't really take heed to Apostle Paul. They listened more to the people that was captains of the ships and so on, the professionals. It's like today, a lot of folks will listen to everybody except the Bible or the man of God. But anyway, verse number 13 said, just three verses down, it said, then the wind blew softly. So they felt like they, they'd obtained their purpose. Look, it's a good time to sail. The winds are blowing very soft and calm. So they started their journey headed toward Rome as their ultimate destination. But one verse later in verse 14, the Bible said, not long after there arose a tempestuous wind and we could not bear up into it. So it wasn't soft winds now. It was a mighty storm, a great storm. Matter of fact, they gave the name of that storm Eurachlodon, and which it meant it was very damaging and great. 
So then, uh, I think it's down in verse number 20, about six verses later, the storm was still raging for 14 days. It was terrible storm. And the Bible said they didn't see the sun or the moon or the stars for many days. But this is what I want you to catch in verse 20. It said at the end of that verse, he said, but then all hope that we should be saved was then taken away. So all their hope was gone. But Paul said in the very next verse, he stood up and said, "Be sirs, be of good cheer. For I believe God. God has sent an angel uh, to Apostle Paul, gave him the assurance that nobody's life would be lost and that God was going to keep everyone safe on that ship. He didn't promise the ship would be safe, but that the passengers would. And I think that's very significant right there. So uh, I believe God. Paul said that in verse 21. So I want to say to you this morning, no matter what kind of storm you're in, no matter what it is you're facing, what we should do today is just believe, like Paul said, I believe God. And I believe God will see you through it if you'll trust him and believe him. Now we know that in life's most difficult moments that our God will remain faithful in every storm, just like Paul faced this fierce storm on the Adriatic Sea as chaos surrounded him as the crew frantically attempted to lighten the ship, to undergird the ship, and to do everything they could just to keep the ship afloat, just to keep it to where they would be safe. That's all really at that point that they was thinking about. But I believe God's going to help us through all the problems we face. If you can brave the wave. They was in some great waves. This was a mighty storm. Paul said, I believe God. Let's just brave the wave. So I'm not telling you today, there's not going to be gale force winds. I'm not telling you today that you're not going to face great trials or that it may look hopeless. They said they felt that all their hope was gone. So you may feel like that today, but just brave the wave. Matter of fact, over in the book of uh, Matthew chapter number 14, the Bible said there in verse 26, when the disciples saw Jesus walking on the sea, they were troubled and cried out for fear. But straightway, Jesus spake to them and said, same thing Paul said. Now, they was in a storm there. What did Paul say? I just told you. Sirs, be of good cheer. Well, here's what Jesus said in their storm. In verse 27, Jesus said, be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. 
Peter answered and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. Come on the water. And he said, come. And when, and when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water. Now that's what the Bible said to Jesus. But in the very next verse, in verse 30, the Bible said when he saw the winds was boisterous. What is wrong, Peter? You said, ask me to come. He did. You walked on the water. What caused the problem? There were high winds, boisterous winds. Peter just braved the wave. That's all he had to do. But he started looking at the waves. It said, when he saw the winds were boisterous, he then was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried saying, Lord, save me. So Peter almost drowned in the storm because he saw the boisterous waves on the sea. So, so far, I've been telling you what Isaiah said, what Paul said, and hear what Jesus said. All of them brave the way. Amen. Just brave the way. I want to tell you about a man from Hawaii who attends my church now. First met him when I was preaching camp meeting in Oahu. And he was telling me the other day about waves. And he said, over in Hawaii, there's some massive waves. Matter, matter of fact, there's a place there uh, where people come to surf from all over the world. They actually have a big, huge surfing competition, professional competition there certain time of the year. He told me this. He said, a big wave or the biggest waves, they're always bigger at the beginning of the wave, when the way at the start or the that end of the wave, that's always the biggest point or the biggest that wave will ever be. And he said, if you look all the way down that wave, at the end of the wave, it is as small as it's ever going to be. So what I'm trying to tell you today, the start of your trial is going to be the biggest at its biggest point at the start. But if you'll brave that wave and just keep trusting Jesus, don't give up, hold on, because that wave is going to get smaller all the way down to the very end, and then it'll reach its smallest point. Thank God for that. Yes, I've had some big waves come at me in my life, some huge storms come at me in my life. But like the song that I like that they sing sometimes, it says, just hold on. And I believe that. I want to tell you about a time we was preaching there in Hawaii a few, several years ago now. We was in a motel on Waikiki Beach there in Oahu. We was on the 14th floor. And I saw folks running around uh, afraid, checking out in the middle of the day. And so I said, what, what's going on? And they said, haven't you heard any news? Don't you know? I said, no. And they said, there's a tsunami coming. Now, a tsunami can absolutely just uh, 
I wreak havoc on land, terrible havoc. So I went and asked the motel uh, manager, and I said, is this true? He said, oh, yeah, it's all over the news. It is supposed to hit. And I said, these things are bad. He said, oh, they're real bad. But don't worry. He said, you're on the 14th floor. He said, we've never had the waters get above the, can't remember if he said the sixth or eighth floor. Well, I said, I don't want to stay here if it's on the first floor. So we checked out and we was afraid. We went up to the Poly Highway, all going up to the point, which was one of the highest points on that island, maybe the highest. And we went way up there. Just before you got to the top, there was a park. Bought a lot of groceries. I think my wife overspent. She went to Walmart and got $400 worth of groceries. And there we were on the uh, on that park uh, waiting. There was folks there in tents. Folks, uh, all kinds of folks sleeping on picnic tables. They had, uh, they made little uh, pallets out of their, maybe a cover of some sort on the ground. And it was a terrifying time. We waited for the tsunami, but thankfully it did not hit where we were. But I was sad to hear just a few days later that that tsunami that they thought was coming to Oahu hit the island of Japan. And uh, it really wreaked havoc on Japan. And I hated that for all of those people that live there. And I asked someone, I said, what causes a tsunami? And they said, that's when the earth in the ocean, way out deep, will just have a shift, like a, maybe an underground earthquake. And when it shifts, it takes that water, and with great force, uh, it goes to a, uh, to, a certain, to a certain place wherever it's, directed at, and if it hits land, uh, it, it wreaks a terrible havoc. So you may even feel like this morning, I am in a tsunami, Pastor Miller. This is the greatest thing, greatest trial I've ever been in. Well, I want to say to you one more time, just be of good cheer like Jesus said. Amen. He said, I, it is I, I'm here. Be not afraid, be of good cheer. Or be like Paul, I believe God, be of good cheer. And just brave the wave. In closing, this morning, I'm not going to tell you, like I said, there'll be no waves. I'm not going to tell you they're not going to be high. But I'm going to tell you when the enemy comes in, like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. God's going to lift up a standard against these trials for you if you'll just brave the ways. Well, I've enjoyed being with you today, and I wish our time was not coming to an end because I could talk with you uh, all morning this morning. But I want you to have a good morning, a good day, and the and a great rest of your week. So, God bless you, and we pray for every one of you that God will cause the waves and storms of your life to cease.
God bless.